Extra Points is presented for the people by Caesars Sportsbook, the greatest sports betting app of all time. Download it. It must be 21 years or older. Hi, hello, sports fans. Yes, it's time to once again rank all matters in the world of sports, and sports does include the most important game of all, the game of life. Let's get into it once again. Win, play, show, over, under, everything you need to know about the world of sports. Like I say, ranked for your pleasure with the roastest, with the mostest, the Southern <laughs> Belle of ball busting herself. It's Sarah Tiana. How are you? Welcome back to Extra Points. Episode three for you and me. Episode three in a 2-0 and o season for my Falcons. Mm. So feeling like this is a good sign. Chef. Are we 2-0? Yeah. Are we 2-0? <laughs> Are we 2-0 in our show? Mm-hmm. <laughs> for good shows? Yeah. Uh, I would never have the confidence to say I'm that good, but I would say you are. Don't you say you go back. We, we have to go back and look at the tape before I can get back to you once and for all <laughs> yeah. on that. That's, that's yeah. what the answers all are. I might need an official review. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess. Well, I mean, I, I just wish the answer was somewhere <laughs> deep down in your heart and in your gut. I think if you regard <laughs> those two, that's where the answer is. Go take a long look in the mirror. I'm going to say yes, because because yeah. uh, I have a sunny disposition, especially <laughs> after a Monday night uh, football game that really emotionally, spiritually and otherwise <laughs> wore me out. But it ended the way I would have hoped it to. I think most of America was probably rooting for the Pittsburgh Steelers, not because of the Pittsburgh Steelers, rather the uh, the team they were playing. And specifically, I'm sure a lot of people reveled in the poor performance of that team's QB. Yes. Um, we didn't pick that was a Monday night game. So that was mm-hmm. not a part of our win play show. Best bets for last weekend. It's only within Saturday and Sunday. How did you do, Tiana? Oh, I don't know, actually. I know the. I, I think know. I won the Washington, but I don't even remember what my bets were. You know what I like? <laughs> I like that you've left them in the rearview mirror. You're like, it doesn't make a difference. Probably because I mean, like, they all lost. Maybe it's convenient <laughs> that you don't remember what they were. Yes, you and I, in our five-unit slot, in the win slot, we both took the Washington Huskies to take care of business against Sparty. We know the reasons why. Mel Tucker found out those reasons why on the other side of the weekend, too. Mm-hmm. Deservedly mm-hmm. so. Um, oh. Yes, the Huskies laid waste to Michigan State, so we won that one. I lost my other two, Tennessee and Pitt. Spoiler alert, we'll give you our best bets for this coming weekend. And Tennessee is going to be one of mine right now, though. Let's say hello to this week's um, person out there, out on the big blue marble. (laughs) who Now, all of a sudden, is a part of our blue ribbon panel here as we get into Mm -hmm. win play show ranking all things sports. He is a colleague of Sarah Tiana. He is a writer, a comedy writer who now has free time because there's nothing to write because he's on strike. He's Pat Barker. What's happening, Pally? How are you? I'm good, man. Just uh, sitting around waiting for the chance to uh, be employed again someday. That would be really (laughs) cool. (laughs) Is there something sweet about the fact that, you know, this affords you part of you at least surely relishes that there's nothing you like, Hey, we're on strike. I can't do anything about it. I guess I have to watch the Phillies now every day. You're a diehard Philadelphia sports fan. Yes. Yeah. I mean, it definitely gives you more free time. Like Sarah, uh, I'm a parent. I have a six-year-old son. So anytime you have extra free time, it's easy to fill, um, (laughs) with just life. 
so I mean, it's been cool to to stay home and um, you know spend some time with him, watch a lot more uh, in the way of sports. Um, you know, he might not get Christmas gifts this year, but that's okay. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna figure it out as we go. Well, are you looking to Philadelphia sports to provide those holiday treats? (laughs) You know, like could the Phillies do it for you? The Eagles? It's an interesting time. Should we, Tiana, what do you think? Do we get into, because two weeks ago we talked to a a couple other Philadelphia sports diehards, Mm -hmm. John Gonzalez and Colleen Wolf, of course. Mm -hmm. And do we want to, do we want to double dip on the Philly sports talk right at the top? Or should we go more global? The story in sports right now is Deion Sanders in Colorado. I'm going to leave this one to you. Oh, okay. Well, let's go Dion. Okay. Well, he played and and he played for your brave. So it all kind of works out. Right. And you're, (laughs) and you're, so we can steer that way. And then we'll get back to Philadelphia sports because you have an intriguing question. One of my favorite enduring questions about, uh, about being a sports fan, but okay. Dion Sanders, you know, he's three and oh, the whole kerfuffle in advance of the Colorado state game. A lot closer than a lot of people expected. Jay Norvell says in the run-up to the game, oh, I was raised that you take your glasses off as though any parent has ever had an opinion on glasses. I mean, is that a part of parenting? I mean, okay, the hat thing, I guess, in some some quarters of uh, of society, people care if you have a hat on inside. Um, but anyhow. They're 3-0, and and now a big one against uh, Oregon upcoming. And because Norvell made the crack about the sunglasses, Deion Sanders then sold one and a half million of his sunglasses after this whole controversy. It all leads me to this. And I'm going to start with you, Tiana, to set the table here for Pat and show him how it's done. And me too. Give me, if you have three to give great one, what is the best athlete or sports figure endorsement? In the history of people. In the history of people? Yeah, or that well, you could recall, you know. I mean, I don't think I ever, because I grew up in Georgia, owned a pair of gloves until Dan Marino started hawking isotoners. Mm-hmm. And I, like, can't, like, they are synonymous to me. Didn't they use it in... um uh didn't they use it in um the movie uh Ace Ventura? yeah didn't they use wasn't he wearing gloves in ace ventura yeah i don't know but the thing you point out that's always been fascinating even when i was a little kid okay danny marino you know pittsburgh kid and everything else cool he's on the biggest stage now he's doing endorsements that 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 used to matter more like oh he got a national commercial that guy oh he <laughs> must really be big stuff now yeah um but he lived in miami well, what call does he have for isotoners? He never had any. It was very weird that they selected Danny Marino, but it shows his largesse in the moment that the guy who lives in South Beach still is hawking isotoners. Oh, they were for murder because the amount of murder that happens in Miami, you have to not leave your fingerprints. That's what they were really for. Mm, I didn't know yeah. about that. See, yeah, I yeah, didn't yeah. know. You're, I, you're, are you OG? I didn't know Tiana <laughs> knows the, the tricks. Barker, how say you? I mean, I, I, I got a couple, I thought about this. And, uh, when I was a kid, I had the, do you remember the Scotty Pippen shoes that just had oh. air? It was just the word air in gigantic letters on the side. Oh, yeah, in, on the side. In retrospect, yeah. hideous, but they were my favorite <laughs> shoes as a kid. Cause I was a nerd and I was like, oh, I can read and play basketball at the same time. Like <laughs> hell yeah. 
Let's do this. And then I also, in that same vein, I went home uh, to my mom's, uh, the, the house where I grew up uh, a couple of years ago, and I was digging through like old stuff. And I found a half used bottle of Michael Jordan cologne. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is an absolutely psychotic thing to be putting on in sixth grade. You're just like, what was it called? I think it was, was just called, called Michael un- Jordan cologne. Un- what was it called? Uh, Michael Jordan. Uh, well, I, mean, I, I think he's disproven that one. But I, <laughs> yeah, over the amount over of children that he has. He's, I, I mean, he's I always think it's a strange message. <laughs> I think it's a strange message, though, to just name the cologne after a guy. Because doesn't that then indicate it smells of him? That not that what the math should be for the consumer to look at it like, oh, this one smells of Michael Jordan, late fourth quarter. I mean, I'm, I'm walking Salt around. Lake City. I'm walking around smelling like Calvin Klein. I have no idea what that f- <laughs> like. I don't know. Sure. <laughs> I don't remember Scottie Pippen having a shoe. Yeah, it was. It's really ugly. If you Google it, Scottie Pippen Air uh, sneaker. It by just, Nike? It, by Nike, but there was no like swoosh anywhere. The swoosh was replaced by a giant, the word Air across the entirety of the shoe. I'm sure Isn't there are weird? lots of Jordan and Pippen comparisons there about how the shoe was kind of irrelevant, yeah. I think it's a good measuring stick. Yeah, it's a good. Well, no, it's a great. It's a great measuring stick. Are we supposed to feel bad ultimately for Scottie Pippen? I'd like to believe that uh, they're like. I look at it like, oh, you schnook, you don't get it. Pe- person tweeting at Scottie Pippen, you know. Uh, trying to get under his skin like Scottie Pippen's a multi multi millionaire and he has all those titles with the Chicago Bulls. He's a legend for all the time. But I get the sense that Scottie Pippen is sad. And this is another nail in the coffin. That this <laughs> Scottie Pippen is an afterthought in basketball history. My favorite Chicago athlete sneaker is uh, Walter Payton at the height of his powers, you know, biggest star in, in football in the early mm-hmm. 80s. He eschewed Nike and Adidas and Reebok and anyone else in favor of kangaroos. His, his sneaker <laughs> choice true. was kangaroos. And then it got shortened to Ruse, the greatest running back in pro football's history, running around in shoes called Ruse. I thought that was weird when that was going if, down. If you, if you had to buy a pair of shoes now, would you go with the Ruse or the big baller brand? Well, I would go Ruse because also they were also very 80 specific. They were they were turf shoes. They were made specifically yeah. for AstroTurf. They right. had some magic power kind of nub. <laughs> they weren't cleats per se, but they were rubbery and theoretically they gripped the AstroTurf better. Really. Wasn't that um, what Bo Jackson's cross trainers were? Didn't he invent cross yeah. trainers? I think so. Yeah, you might be right. Um the other one, I mean, like the enduring embarrassment of the Frank Thomas and Doug Flutie ads um, with the uh, whatever that thing is for the like Flutie flakes, 50s. Nuge- Nugenics. Oh, no, yes. Nugenics. Oh. I've done a little research. I'm 40. I, you know, the, look into and, it. And can you give us a testimonial here, Pat? No, I don't have any uh, firsthand knowledge. I'm just like, you know, you, you see Frank Thomas talking about I'm, I'm losing hair. You could see. <laughs> Uh, you know, that you just got to do your due diligence. I don't think I'm quite there yet, but at some point I will be, I'll be calling the, the Frank Thomas, Doug Flutie hotline. I can't sure. imagine this is too deep in the weeds. Everybody's familiar with the, with the driving range ad, right? When they're all out there and they're talking to the guy and he's like, and, and Flutie, they both like 
Frank Thomas and Doug Flutie, just, you know, smacking some balls out there on the driving range. And the guy's like, hey, does that really work? Does it like does it? And then the guy's apparent wife is there. And then she has a friend with her. And then Flutie (laughs) goes like, hey, and the ladies will like it, too. And he kind of like looks over at his wife. But the friend, but the wife's friend is making goo goo eyes at him. Very uncomfortable stuff. And Flutie and Frank <laughs> Thomas are both looking at it and look. And, and you can tell that what's on their mind is like, is she single? Because she doesn't seem like she's with you, fella. So one of us, <laughs> we're gonna. It's it, it's a very strange ad that I don't uh, fully understand. You're familiar with it? I I don't think I'm familiar with. It. I mean, it sounds. No, well, it's not. I'm not it's not. I guess it's not targeted for you. So I've 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 seen it. I interpreted it completely different. I thought oh. the implication was if you take this pill, you know, threesome. Women <laughs> is that what we're supposed to take? Okay, the okay. That's how I interpreted it. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. If you take the magic Frank Thomas pill, mm-hmm. you will have multiple sexual partners. That was my takeaway. I could be. You're wrong. mere mortal now, <laughs> but after you take this pill, both of them. You know, cake, <laughs> cake, Don't and you- some pie. You Don't know? you feel like you can tell how old you're getting based on the ads that the people that you grew up watching start doing? Like, mm. you know, when you see Joe Montana start doing Skechers ads, you go, hmm, I'm definitely <laughs> at a new place in my life. You know? <laughs> and do I have to take that cue then? Yeah. Like Montana's about my age. I guess it's time <laughs> for Skechers. Yeah, yeah. Like if 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 Chipper Joe starts, you know, selling boner pills or menopause medication, I'm going to be like really devastated. (laughs) Chipper's going through menopause. (laughs) Um, Well, as far as that goes, the funniest ad of all, the greatest ad of all time uh, associated with the sports figure is Jimmy Johnson. This is a man. (laughs) Understand. He won multiple Lombardi trophies. Hmm. All the pressure in the world. You know, yeah, you traded away Herschel. Why you get Troy Aikman? You have all this star power. You replace Tom Landry. All the heat possible on this guy leaving the U to go to from that big brand to the biggest brand in football, and he gets over not once even more than that. And he does, and and the big payout is he does extends male enlargement ads. Well, enlarge, and, and then the sell is like. Everywhere I go, people ask me, coach, does extends really work? I hope that's his experience because that's what he (laughs) deserves. I hope nobody ever goes up to him and asks him about the Cowboys. And what was your, did you have a secret game plan to get past the bills or to, to take care of Steve Young in the big game? I hope they're just all wiener questions. I'll say they just ask him about survivor and boner pills. He was on Survivor? I don't remember that. Oh, yeah, he was on Survivor. He got voted out pretty early because people knew who he was and they thought he was going to be too charming. But he did great on the show. Anyway, uh, charming. I would. Does extends extend your career? Because that seems like that's what that pill is doing. I don't know. I think the greatest thing that anyone's ever sold was when OJ sold his Heisman. I thought that was maybe the best. There wasn't an <laughs> ad for it, but it is to me, or just like that Hertz commercial. I'm pr- I'm pretty, I still remember that 
I don't think you could do any better. I mean, you guys are too young probably to remember them. But I mean, the Miller Light ads, when they had every sports celebrity in the world in them, mm-hmm. like Brad John Madden and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, Bob Euchre and, I, you know, every sports, every big time sports figure. Those were funny and they were they were pretty consistently good. And they made, you know, they must have made a hundred of those at least. I think that's the actual best ad campaign in the meantime. Jimmy Johnson didn't did, did they only know. pay him like forty two thousand dollars a year or something at Miami and at Dallas? I don't think Jerry Jones is thrifty like that. What would what would Jimmy Jones? What would Jimmy Johnson? What what needs in his life would there be? I mean, making that big bank at Fox as the thing, right? Cowboys mm-hmm. coach, the Miami Dolphins coach, the U coach. He doesn't have. He's not sitting on a pile of loot enough. That he can, that he can be like, nah, thank you for the offer. Is it, it, not anything is it possible the guy just <laughs> believes in the product? Have we lost faith in humanity to that degree to assume this is a cash grab? Maybe the guy is just having the best sex of his life and he wants to tell us about it. It works. Do you think when he gets an erection, he goes, how about them cowboys? <laughs> Say that. <laughs> oh, I think he goes singular. You know, I think he goes like, how about this? Right. You know, like, yes, uh, yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You like this? Uh, no, no, no. That's a different team. Um, okay. Interesting. Let me squeeze in a quick break here. You know, when the conversation turns stampers, I always go with my number one as Caesars. Let's talk about them a little bit, shall we? Tickets to the game, merch, meals at iconic restaurants, stays at Caesars Palace. All this can be yours when you bet with Caesars Sportsbook. Win or lose, every bet earns rewards credits, which you can redeem across the empire. Now, if you haven't started yet, register using this code. Listen up. Omaha full. The word Omaha and the word full. And then you place your first bet up to $1,250. If you win, great. If you keep those winnings, but if you lose, you'll get your stake back as a bonus bet. 21 and over only. Offer valid and must be physically present in Arizona, Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, Kansas, Louisiana, Massachusetts, Maryland, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, and Wyoming. New users and first $10 plus wager only. Must register with eligible promo code. Bet amount of qualifying wager. Returned only if wager is settled as a loss. Maximum bonus bet, $1,250. Bonus bet expires 14 days after receipt. Tier credits and reward credits will be added to account within seven days after qualifying wager settles. See caesars.com slash promos for full terms. Void where prohibited. Know when to stop before you start gambling problem. Arizona, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. Colorado, Wyoming, Kansas, affiliated with Kansas Crossing Casino, call 1-800-522-4700. Indiana, call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Iowa, call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Louisiana, call 1-877-770-STOP. Licensed through Horseshoe, Bossier City, and Harris, New Orleans. Massachusetts, call 1-800-327-5050 or visit GamblingHelplineMA.org. Michigan, call 1-800-270-7117. Illinois, Maryland, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Ohio, Pennsylvania, affiliated with Harris, Philadelphia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, crisis counseling and referral services can be accessed by calling 1-800-GAMBLER or West Virginia, 1-800-GAMBLER.net. New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. 
Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Uh, Next, a question for you since we're talking about matters of love. Who Mm -hmm. lasts longer? Let's make a bet here right now. (laughs) In bed? No, no, no. Don't be working blue. I guess I I deserve that. Um, Not who will last. Well, I mean, well, well, let's shelf that one for right now. Which couple will last longer, Taylor Swift, Travis Kelsey, or Kim Kardashian and Odell Beckham? And I say we all put $100 on it and see who's right here. Wait, is Odell and Kim Kardashian there? That's that's the word on the street. That's what Jimmy Johnson (laughs) told me. I went up to him and I asked him about that. And he's like, yeah, let me tell you about love. And then have you heard about Odell? And then he tried to shift it to, to that conversation. Pat, how say you here? Oh man! Well, uh, this is news to me. Also about oh, Kim you didn't Kardashian know about it. and Odell, but I didn't. This is what what a way to find out. Uh, this is crazy. Um, <laughs> I, here's what I'll say. I don't I don't pay a ton of attention to celebrity romances, but I know Kim was married for quite a while. She has a history of relationships that actually last. Where my perception of Taylor Swift, and I don't want to anger any Swifties. If I'm wrong, I apologize. But my perception is that her relationships are strictly short term. You know, she's a she's a quantity over quality type of gal, it seems like. Hmm. You know, OK, stat patter. So I would expect the Travis Kelsey thing to be, um, you know, more of a short term thing, whereas I feel like I feel like Kim is looking for love and she thought she had it with the last guy. But it turns out he was the craziest person on Earth. Um, maybe she'll find it here. Is her not, is her last known lover uh, Kanye? Again, I don't pay a ton of attention. I'm sure there okay. have been people in the middle. I missed it. I was no, it was Pete. Oh, right, my Pete God. Davidson yeah. is after Kanye, right? And but even yeah. that feels even like that, that was a even year that was kind of like that lasted a while, and she seemed to be really like invested in it and everything like that. So I feel like Kim is looking for something more long term, whereas Taylor Swift is not. Um, I don't know what I'm talking about, but I am willing <laughs> to lose a hundred dollars to defend it. I'm okay. gonna go with. Kim. Okay, I have another $100 bet to make later in the show. Tiana, how say you here? Well, I mean, I thought Odell had a new baby, didn't they? He just had a baby when they won the Super Bowl. So I don't know what happened while he ago, wasn't right? while he wasn't playing last year, but that's not wonderful. I, I, Who would you I rather go to I dinner can't imagine. I would say Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift will last longer because... Travis is hella charming and super fun. And Kansas City's not that far from Nashville where Taylor lives. And I don't think that Kim Kardashian, as much as I love this city, wants to spend a ton of time in Baltimore. That's an interesting point. Or does that help <laughs> them 
by oh. like they're they're long distance lovers. They see each other once every seven weeks and count it as a relationship. <laughs> Maybe the fact that it's football season and they have, you know, difficult schedules that just allows it to like, eh, well, our relationship will really start in February, you know, like something <laughs> like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I definitely would rather go to dinner with Swift and Kelsey than Kim and Odell, though. Do we about that? If, if you had to choose a double For date sure. partner. Okay. For sure. Yeah. Um, all right. Let's get to uh, what you wanted to talk about here, Tiana. Pat yeah. is a uh, another Philadelphia sports fan. For some reason, you have an axe to grind with Philly sports fans, Tiana. It feels my, to me. I guess there's my, a natural rivalry there because of baseball. There's a natural rivalry there, but I also feel like there's a lot of cockiness when it comes to Philadelphia sports fans hmm. where they have, and this is just me not knowing what that feels like to ever go into a situation being like, we're going to win. <laughs> I never feel like my teams are going to win. And maybe that's my own problem, but I feel like, um, I, as much as I despise that aspect of them, I do feel like the Philadelphia fan base has been like beaten down these last couple mm. of years. I mean, you, you lose the Super Bowl, you lose the World Series, the 76ers don't make it very far in the playoffs. Like, is there any worse city to be a fan of a team in? Let me let me just couch this in something we do every year at the end of uh, the calendar when it hits uh, December 31st. We do the Shecky Awards and have for over a quarter century. One of those awards is the Sonic Award. It's the award no one wants to get. It's for the sports town whose fans suffered the most mm-hmm. in the past year. And I think Philadelphia definitely is a candidate in 2023 here. I have another thought in mind, but Pat, you have to answer for Philadelphia sports, the state of it, rooting for these teams. How say you? I mean, I did. I could not disagree more. I disagree with everything. The entire <laughs> premise is flawed. You got to understand, I'm 40. Um, the Sixers won a championship when I was two months old. And then mm-hmm. nothing happened for 25 years <laughs> before the Phillies won one. And then 10 years after that, the Eagles won one. So in 40 years, and I don't count the Sixers one, two championships across four major sports. To even live in an era where the Phillies and Eagles both have a realistic shot of winning a championship, they're making it to the finals. This is a big win for me. This is a, a golden this in in a in a city where we have historically failed so bad. One Super Bowl, two World Series in 120 years. The Sixers haven't won anything in 40 years. The Flyers are even worse. This is a golden era for Philly sports and for Philly sports fans. The standing ovation for Trey Turner. We have the most likable team in baseball somehow. And I would dare to say all of a sudden a likable fan base, which is uncharted territory. This is the golden era for me. It's way worse to um, my friend, Jeff, uh, co-host of Pat and Jeff like sports cheap plug uh, Chicago fan. Terrible. The Bulls aren't going. The Bears are a nightmare. Um, the, uh, The Cubs, the Cubs looked like a fun team a week ago. Now that's all falling apart. And, and also, how about New York? I would uh-huh. much rather be a Philly fan than a New York fan right now. The mm-hmm. Jets, the Giants, the Yankees are fighting for fourth place in their division. The mm-hmm. Knicks are the the Knicks. And uh, it's the double whammy in the rules that apply that, you know, that should apply to any 
fan with a soul is if you're a New York or Chicago, you don't get both the Yankees and Mets. Correct. You choose one and hate the other. I see a lot of people trying to straddle that line. Right, for sure. But, 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 but what I'm here, saying but, is whether you're Jets or Giants. But John, they both stink. I think the point is if you're Yankees or Mets, they, you're in bad, in bad shape right now. Rags or aisles, that was a bad postseason um, in either direction there. Yeah, I hear what you're laying down there. Chicago, worse though, right? Yeah, I mean, the, the White Sox and Cubs. Cubs yeah. are, yeah, like you say, had a fun six weeks or so. But the, and, and Northwestern football up in Chicago, oh. too, is bad. Hmm. Well, yeah, what that's about an embarrassment. D.C.? Like, you don't have any, like, you haven't had anything. You haven't had uh, the national. I mean, I guess the nationals won a World Series. Like, what for? Well, the Cubs at least got rid of everybody. Feel good. Yeah, there. You're right, though. That's a that's a, a a sad ongoing situation. I mean, it's been a rough outside of the Capitals getting one, which in a in a weird way kind of adds up to being um, uh, unsatisfying that Ovechkin's mm-hmm. career, one of the 10 best of all time is going to go down. I mean, at least he got the one, I guess, but I mean, that, that's yeah. all they ever got was the, is the one cup. And it's unlikely that he's going to win another one there. Let me throw one at you here. Um, I could bellyache about Pittsburgh. Um, the, instead I'll go with Oakland, California. Think yeah. about in mm-hmm. the last, I mean, they've lost the Raiders who now live in <laughs> Vegas. Mm-hmm. Um, the A's are leaving, and it seems like Vegas doesn't even want them, but they're still doing it anyway. We're going to rip that team away from you. Cal and Stanford kind of sort of got the shaft, or at least were embarrassed mm-hmm. in terms of like the conference thing, the way that all shook out and end- ended up landing okay for them, I guess, but it's still a little bit weird there. And oh, they yeah, have the Warriors. And then they have the Warriors, but the Warriors were like, yeah, I mean, we're Golden State and we're the Bay Area, but we're San Francisco. What do you think? We're crazy. We're not staying in Oakland and then ditched them for that. So I think that's the and then the San Jose Sharks stink, too. And then they traded away their best player. Yeah. Um, so I think I, I think I might go Oakland as of this very moment. The bad one. Yep. Yeah. I think it's I just feel like it's always bad when you have an owner that doesn't care about the city and the city has tried to do so much to keep the A's there. Uh, you remember the Giants were going to leave, you know, and then they, the city convinced them to stay. That was like, what, 60 years ago. And then look what happened. Like they became this juggernaut in the 80s. Mm-hmm. So that it's like, I just, uh, I feel so bad for Oakland fans who have loved the Oakland. You know, my grandmother worked for the Oakland A's, you know, for 20 something years. I'm a big Oakland A's fan. I remember going to see uh, Mark McGuire at the Coliseum and they were giving away back. It was Mark McGuire, Mark McGuire bat day at the Coliseum. And they gave full size bats to everyone in Oakland. (laughs) You understand? (laughs) And it was fine. (laughs) Like nothing bad happened. They did it again. And then I think eventually they stopped doing it. But like, you know, it was like a beautiful fan base, a beautiful. And I just went to the Coliseum a few months ago and I loved it other than it just, you know, being really, you know, a little outdated, like just looking up at the press box and seeing like plywood everywhere else. I kind of like the kitschiness of it. I like that the seats are old the way that they are in Fenway, you know, like that doesn't 
bother me. I didn't, I don't think it needs a ton of updating, you know, but has anybody, but I hear you, but they're, but they're partners in that stadium for so Mm -hmm. long. The Raiders, if you, let's say you're about 60 years old, if you were a diehard Raiders fan and you're Mm -hmm. 60 now, Imagine what you've been put through. Uh-huh. You watch this team. You suffer like, ah, we can't get past the Dolphins. And uh, oh, they're 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 falling back a little bit. But now here come the Steelers. Oh, we can't get past the Steelers. And finally you get over the hump and and ultimate glory. The snake did it for us where we, we finally are champions of the world. About like five, six years later, we're moving to L.A. We're, yeah. we're having an affair with a pretty blonde down the mm-hmm. down the the freeway there. So we're leaving you the old ball and chain. Oh, a decade. Hey, we're we you dumped you dumped her the harlot. L. A. Yeah. We're coming. We're coming back. You're coming. We're getting back together. We did it. And then 15, 20 years later, now they ditch you again. Horrible stuff. I feel bad Horrible. for Oakland based Raiders fans. Yeah. Um. All right. Well, let's uh, let's move on to. Oh, I was going to ask you guys this too about these embarrassing commercials where what would be your your baseline of like what kind of product you would say no on like extends i would probably i would say no to that i wouldn't probably i would say no to that also a diarrhea ad i don't think i would do that like (laughs) upset stomach diarrhea like i don't think i would yeah i don't think i would want to be in that one or or like a depend ad or something like that depends is always weird because some some athletes have done that Mm mm-hmm Depends at I forget who if it was West like Welker I think Refrigerator Perry West Welker I think it was I'm not I think <laughs> not it was Clay, West Welker I think it was Clay Matthews and Wes Welker I might be wrong but I think those I, that was the pair who did like a decade ago did a Depends no. campaign I have to say though that I, I think that it's kind of hot when men do like the uh, I'm losing my hair ads because I think that that is like brave <laughs> erection I don't know. You know, I don't know how brave it is. I don't think I would do erection, you know, for, for, a, as a woman, what would I probably do? Like, I wouldn't want to do something that had to do with my skin. Like, well, oh, I mean, we can, so we can think of some, I can think of some, <laughs> some ad campaigns that are out there that like, I'd be like, I don't know if I really want to. Uh, yeah. I don't want to do like Tampax and stuff like that. Like. I would endorse anything. If I was an athlete, I would take the Snoop Dogg route and whoever has a check for me, I'll take it. Absolutely. You know, when you do an ad for like herpes medicine, like just as an actor, it pays double scale. Pays really? twice really? as much. Yeah. Oh, that's oh so it's understood as an industry and as a community, mm-hmm. like this is really going to ding mm-hmm. this guy's chances of uh, the next job. So mm-hmm. we better pay him out here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, did it, well, what did what did Namath endorse? Was it wasn't it pantyhose? Yes. Oh yeah. Did, yeah, Were he did pantyhose. Yeah. 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 And look look at him. He's nobody no, he nobody came I mean, they still clean. joke about it, but you know, he's still Joe Namath. It's not like you take the Super Bowl away just because you did a pantyhose ad. <laughs> That's not exactly the same. He's 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 like the the greatest coxman of a generation. Yeah. And so he's like, ah, this is what I like on my ladies. In a way, yeah. it's like encouraging the ladies like, look at this stud. He digs them. That's different than Jimmy Johnson being like, yeah, hey, I got bigger. You can like- too. It'd be like Dalia doing ads for like teen magazines. Oh, I was small, oh, but I'm oh, not anymore. Oh, I'm almost okay. average now. Like what? Like well, I don't mm. want to know about that, Jimmy. Cool. Um, okay. <laughs> Here's the next question for you. And this one comes to us. I the show's really catching on because this one comes from a listener named Jean-Claude Van Damashek. He happens to be 
my 14-year-old son, but a fan's a fan, and I'm not complaining about it. He likes the nature of uh, of our conversation, Sarah, so flattering words from, uh, from a 14-year-old. Hip and young listener, right in the key demo that we want to hit here. Mm-hmm. His question is, if you could create and own a sports franchise in a North American town where a team in that sport doesn't yet exist, where would it be? In what sport would it be played? And what would the team name be? Pat, I start with you. So I've been spending a lot of time in Austin recently for comedy. And I think uh, there's no pro sports teams down there. It's the perfect spot because rising population, um, most of them are drunk most of the time. (laughs) And there's not much else to do, especially indoors uh, when it's 110 outside. So I would start a basketball team indoors um and i would call them the the austin rattlesnakes um and i don't know if you remember uh i i grew up as a wrestling kid stone cold steve austin aka the texas rattlesnake his whole thing was just you know drinking beer everybody i've seen in austin on sixth street is completely hammered i feel like there's a crossover potential there um you know the, the whole theme would be come inside in the air conditioning drink the team would be terrible we would be awful <laughs> but stone cold would be at every game and uh, everyone would have a good time i like the idea that this basketball team plays indoors as opposed yeah to that's a, what i was gonna say as opposed to an outdoor basketball team. no i just mean I, I, would, I would go i would go indoor i would pick an indoor sport because of how uh how, oh, how hot it is yes but you're right the way i phrased it was uh insane <laughs> What if though? What wouldn't that be an interesting thing? Like, yes, we're the newest NBA team, but the the trick with us is we play outside. Well, see, maybe we I, play on top of a skyscraper. Listen, I don't, I don't, I don't want to go down this road because I'll, I'll waste your whole podcast here. I don't want to get off topic. But when MLB did the Field of Dreams game, that was my thing. Like, the NBA should be playing a game on the white men can't jump courts. Yes, a hundred percent. It's a real missed yeah. opportunity. You're you're a hundred percent right. Yeah, we're in the Hoosiers gym, or you know, like uh, where they play Ooh. the national champ. One of those mm-hmm. would be awesome. T- I I I think that's a great answer. I'm trying to think of like what would be the Dumb and Dumber or the King. How about the How about the Austin Kings of the Hill? I'm trying to think of some <laughs> Austin based entertainment like. Or like the uh, Austin, all right, all right, all right. We could just the, have the Austin Rogan since he has so much money. He could probably just own the team and he could name it after himself. Oh, yeah, that's true. That's true. What's it called in Dumb and Dumber? What do they have when they go out? They have a beer bus. Is that what they call that thing? A beer bust? The beer busts at the end of the movie, Dumb and Dumber, you know, when they get the cat. I'm a Dumb and Dumber, I keep calling it. Uh, dazed and Confused. Is that why you guys are so the whole time? I'm... <laughs> I've been dazed and confused this whole time. <laughs> not not, not uh, dumb and dumber. Very different. Movie. Mm, yeah, uh, very dazed different. and confused. Um, anyhow. Uh, okay. Tiana, go. So I um I have an issue with expansion teams in football. Like we we just talked about it uh with Bennett last week about like the Carolina of it all and the Jacksonville of it all. So I think there needs to be more football north. I think football works great in cold weather towns where they Maybe Dads might only be moving a- off of our conversation with Bennett Weber a week ago, and even he is a, a Duval County native mm-hmm. and a Jags fan through and through. It's like, I don't understand why we have a team here. It's very strange. Mm-hmm. We'll take it. But now they don't want to pay for a new stadium, so they may yeah. end up moving. I'm sorry to interrupt you, but go ahead. I'm Maybe going north. Fargo, North Dakota, Wood Chippers. <laughs> 
Great name. <laughs> Sounds scary. Known for murder. Uh, nothing else going on up there. Flat, easy to get to. Let's do it. Let's bring an NFL team to Fargo, North Dakota. A I Fargo. It. I mean, you could make so many. There's so the jokes would be a plenty. You know. <laughs> is Margie know. is Margie from Fargo? The logo in her sheriff's hat in her like you know. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, with her big hat. pregnant belly. <laughs> yeah. That could be a good. Yeah. So, so they, yeah, they wear the colors of uh-huh. uh, that sheriff's department, brown and yellow. I like mm-hmm. it. That's, that's pretty good. <laughs> um, I was thinking, I love, uh, I love hockey. And against my judgment, I don't think that the NHL needs to continue with this Sunbelt expansion. But clearly, mm-hmm. I've lost this argument. I think we should move the Ducks. I've always said move them up to Portland mm-hmm. for to create mm-hmm. some. I mean, it's more naturally a sport up there. Plus, the rivalry is Seattle and Vancouver and mm-hmm. Edmonton. Boy, that would be sweet and much better. Nobody cares about the Anaheim Ducks in Southern California, um, as I'm sure you two can attest. But I'm going to start a new team, or we could move the Ducks and just start them all fresh with a with a new ID. I'm moving them to New Orleans, and. The the summer, like you don't want to be in New Orleans in summer, no matter. Hockey mm-hmm. season isn't going in summertime. Right. And we'll be down there in NOLA. And now the pleasure is in naming this team. You know, like, are they the NOLA Etouffees? Are they Florida Lees? The Florida Lees? <laughs> are they the NOLA Fried Oysters? Or are mm. they the NOLA Grilled Oysters? The possibilities uh-huh. go on. Or the, the New Orleans Macachos, you know? Any of those would be the king cakes. Knows. All good king answers. cakes, beignets. Maybe you change uh, it every week. John Morrow. <laughs> You're allowed. If the Oregon Ducks can change their uniforms every week, my team's going to be able to change its name every week. I'm going to name it after the best free agent. We want to get like, oh, Sidney Crosby's a free agent. Like, we'll name them the Crosby's if you come to our team for next year, yeah. Sydney. You know, like that kind of thing. I like that. Um, okay, that's uh, that's good time. Yeah. All right, thanks for the question there, Jean-Claude Van Damashek. I hope we answered it I to your satisfaction. More. Oh, go ahead, please. I mean, I'm going Calgary Stampeders. That's a great name. Calgary's a great sports town. The Flames are awesome, and Calgary has Stampede, but they only have hockey. They don't have any football. They don't have any baseball. I think baseball well, does CFL. work. CFL. Mm. They have their little CFL stuff that they got going cool. with their eight teams. Omaha, Nebraska Mannings. I'll take the the <laughs> Omaha Mannings or the Memphis Beals. I know they we have the Grizzlies. Uh, um, and uh, do they have a hockey team in Memphis? No. no. Yeah. So you can do the Blues or the Timberlake. We can't do Blues because there's always St. Louis, but the Memphis Timberlakes, new hockey team. I like this. See our celebrity based culture. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. I'm surprised we haven't gotten there. We got uh, the closest we've gotten. It's already happened too. people say, Oh, they would never name a, a team like that. Obviously a football team named itself after the owner and Paul Brown and Anaheim right. named itself after a, a movie franchise. And, and, you know, Dude. that's basically what Toronto did with the Raptors. It's like, Oh, the Jurassic Park yeah. is hip with the kids right now. Let's go with the with the breakout star of the dinosaur community, <laughs> the Raptor. Nobody knew what a there's Raptor no was way if Elon movie. if Elon Musk buys a team, there's no way he doesn't call it either X something or Musk's. You know the Musk's the Musk caps. 
Would you rather wear a cologne called Michael Jordan or one called Musk? Musk, oh. Musk. Yeah. yeah. I have a theory that that's the reason he named his child such a weird name. It's like, yeah, you're, you're trying to take the, the, the topic off of Musk. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you're like his, let's just, it's hard to pronounce his first name. So let's just get all the ideas and like everybody starts making fun of their first name instead of a last name. Because everyone knows my last name sucks. But if my first name is Beep Bop Boop or whatever, mm -hmm. nobody's going to focus on the Musk crap. The double down, leaning in, terrible surname yeah. deserves an even worse first name. Beep Bop yeah. Boop Musk. Beep Bop okay. Boop. Yeah. Beep Sorry. Bop Boop. <laughs> Pat, you have yeah. any more you want to share here? No, I just, uh, I, I put all my energy into the one. Uh, but I... I <laughs> I like all I like all of yours. And uh, yeah, I do. I do think, though, that uh, there will there should be a sports team, a pro sports team in Austin. It's like the it's yeah. top 10 in population now. It's like crazy to me that we don't have one down there. I kind of agree. And uh, very closely related to that. It not in not in like television market size, but in terms of raw population, San Antonio, I think mm -hmm. is the sixth biggest city. Yeah, and it, all it has is the basketball team. Doesn't that seem weird? And also, Texas is football crazy. Shouldn't they have an? Uh, shouldn't they have an NFL team there? Doesn't that seem like? Uh, I mean, maybe I, I'm sure places like Portland would complain. Like, why? What the hell? Do they need another team down in that state? Mm -hmm. But it, it feels weird that they're that the sixth largest city in America has one professional sports team. Um. All right, and now a quick break. I was going to ask you guys, but time is running short here, and I want to get our best bets in here. Let's put – I think the Cowboys are going to win this week. I'll <laughs> save my NFL best bets for the minus three 15-minute pregame show. It's on YouTube, by the way. Go check it out and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Um, spoiler alert, I think the Cowboys are, are going to survive the game against the Cardinals and will stay undefeated. But it's a great question from you, Sarah. Pick actually – Who's going to beat them on their schedule? I want to bet on that. Me, you, and Spaghetti, and uh, whoever's on the Blue Ribbon panel next week, we'll get to that and try and pick the week, and whoever gets that uh, will get a nice payout from the other competitors here. Um, in the meantime, Tiana, you want to run through some best bets, or should I go first? Oh, uh, best bets of the week? Yes. Yeah, like uh, you can go first. All right, I'll go oh, first. Oh when God. I'm going USC, Arizona State, I don't think there's much question that the Trojans will beat up on the Sun Devils. But as you may have heard, USC ain't great defensively either. I'm underwhelmed by the total on this one. 62. It seems like they'll combine to blow past that one. I am bullish on the total on that one. Go over 62, USC, Arizona State. Next, Tennessee took a, took a whipping from Florida. I was surprised mm -hmm. by it. I don't Me mind too. telling you that. So too was Sarah Tiana. Um, UTSA, biggest game of their football season upcoming. Tennessee limps into this one. I think the volunteers understand the need to get right. And with less resistance than they got from the Gators last week, I think they do take care of UTSA, lay the 21 um, comfortably with those Vols. And then Colorado and Oregon, the numbers moving around, no Travis Henry. The total has dropped a little bit down to 70 and a half. I'm going to say it still hasn't gone down enough. I know this is a bummer of a bet to say about 
uh, an exciting game. Everybody's going to be watching. I'm going to say go under this one. The Ducks and Buffs add up to less than 70 and a half. How say you, Tiana? Yeah, so this play, this week, um, uh, I'm going mostly NFL. So my win bet is going to be Packers minus two over the Saints. I think the Packers look really good. The Saints look like trash. Honestly, every everyone looks like trash right now, except for the Cowboys. I agree. I just have to say this to about the Saints. The Saints are doing the knuckleball game thing, which is like every game that they play or most of them are going to be kind of ugly because the defense is mighty and they want the games to look that way. I, I hear you. They don't look like world beaters, but they're 2-0. and And I think this is the way they intend to win games this year with Dennis mm. Allen. Okay, well, just throwing that. A, I don't know. I don't know how much it. longevity that has, but I, I, I'm not impressed by their offense at all, and I think that the Packers' offense is way better. Uh, just, just from what I saw against the Falcons this past weekend, I was mm-hmm. damn like Jordan Love looks great. Um, you know, our defense, which I think is better than the Saints' defense. Yeah, because we stole half of our defense from the Saints. So I will I, I'm gonna take the Packers minus two over the Saints. I think their offense looks great. I think they still have a lot of weapons and they can run it. That's gonna be a fun game. Um then I'm gonna take the Rams plus two and a half over the Bengals. Rams look good. Rams look good. Kyron Williams is legit. Uh Puka Nakua. The Rams don't look like they've missed a beat. Like no Cooper Cup. No worries, right? So I don't know. I'm taking Rams plus two and a half over the Bengals. Well, we don't even know Burrow's going to be out there, so that number that number's actually going to move uh, even more if it turns out Joe Burrow is on the shelf. So right, get in on it now. Yeah, and then on college football for my show bet, I'm going to take Florida State minus two and a half over Clemson. I think Clemson looks they do not look good. I know they've had a couple of wins to no names, but Florida State's going to be a bigger test. And they already lost to Duke at the beginning of the year. And I can't stand Dabo Sweeney. So I always cheer for his misery. So I'm going to take Florida State minus two and a half. I like that one. Yeah, big swing and miss from Damashek. I thought Clemson was going to be in the final four. Clearly, I was wrong on that <laughs> one. Pat, do you have any? Um, you have any bets you want to throw out there for us? I do. I, I excuse me. I misunderstood the assignment to a degree. I didn't realize they had to be uh, this week. Uh, I went with all futures. If you want to go with futures, oh. great. Okay. I, anybody listening, um, please take my advice as gospel. I'm very, very good at this. Okay. So, <laughs> number one, uh, the Phillies to win the World Series. Uh, we do not have the most talent. Uh, we do have, uh, what I like to call a team of destiny vibe. The moment we gave Trey Turner, the standing ovation, it changed everything. This is our character arc as a city to go from being the most hated fan base to the most loved fan base and nothing. And I repeat nothing, including Sarah Tiana's Atlanta Braves could possibly stop us. That's my, <laughs> first my next one uh, is a parlay. I don't know what kind of odds you'd get on this or e- if you can even do it. But if you can get a parlay with the Las Vegas Aces <laughs> to win the WNBA championship with Kelsey Plum winning the MVP award, you put all your money on that. I say this as somebody who has watched two separate halves of WNBA basketball this year. <laughs> uh, the Aces are unstoppable and Kelsey Plum uh, is. Well, you can find a book that'll take that. All right. Yeah, absolutely. Go do it. And the last one, I'm not I wouldn't condone putting a lot of money on this. This is a long shot, but I kind of like plus seven thousand. The Jets to win the Super Bowl. Hear <laughs> <laughs> me up. Okay. I think, I think they have a very good defense. 
Mm-hmm. Obviously, they have a big hole at quarterback, but there are two long shot possibilities. One, Tom Brady does the funniest thing imaginable. Yes. And signs with the Jets. Number two, Aaron Rodgers. Now, normally, would I think a 40-year-old man coming off a torn Achilles could come back in time for the playoffs? I would not. However, Aaron Rodgers is not the normal man. He could be sitting in a dark cabin smoking peyote right now, Mm -hmm. waiting, biding his time, coming back loaded up on horse tranquilizers, ready to make a run in the playoffs. I'm not saying it's likely. I'm saying at plus 7,000, what do you have to lose? <laughs> I, I, I'm i with you, Pat, because all these people are talking crap about Zach Wilson. First of all, the very first game he comes in, he ends up winning that game, uh, coming in on coming out into the game cold. You know what I mean? Like you have no idea that Aaron Rodgers will not be playing. He has been the hype of the season. Then game two, he plays Dallas in Dallas. Nobody looks good against Dallas. So you go, oh, he threw three picks. Oh, I'm sorry. But he threw a great slant route to Garrett Wilson. And, you know, they have the game in their grasp. I, I don't think that he looks as sad. bad as everybody I, is saying. I don't. Think I want to be, be very clear I here. Think he my can bad. Hover. I think he can hover. I'm supporting my, you. Thank you. And I appreciate your support, but I want to be very clear. I have no faith in Zach Wilson at all. My bet is entirely based on Aaron Rodgers and the powers of, like, ayahuasca oh and peyote. Well, yeah. since he since the rules don't apply to Aaron, wonder if in fact that is proven true, and they make a special dispensation for his Jets this year, and they put him in the playoffs at five and twelve, and be like, well, you know, you, you that's wouldn't have been the case if you wouldn't have gotten hurt, and if you're going to play in these playoffs, I love the idea of this forty year old man with a limp now <laughs> and rust from three months of not playing, announcing to the team like. I'm going to be ready to go for the playoffs. I give me all of your doubts. I'm going to be ready to go in January. Like if they somehow miraculously got into the playoffs, do you think Bob Sala's thing would be like, all right, get back in here. We're sitting you down, Zach. I know you've pulled off the impossible and gotten this team to the playoffs, but sit down. Good work, kid. We're putting in the old man who hasn't played in four months. (laughs) At least this would never happen. Um, They're going to be better this week though, because they're going to run the ball more, which they didn't do against yeah. the Cowboys for some bizarre reason. I feel so. like the preponderance of players in social media or otherwise weighing in and critiquing their coaches after games about like, I didn't get the ball enough is so much at, now that it doesn't matter. Like it used to be like, Hey, that guy, it's going to be a real problem in that locker room. Cause that guy says he needs the ball more. It's like, Everybody does that now. Like Brees Hall does. And nobody even yeah. talks about it anymore when they all give me the ball. Play. I'm sorry. Yeah, I want that. a guy that wants the ball more. I kind I of agree with that. Yeah. Um, hey, Pat, great times, man. Uh, not on the picket line, but in your times away from the picket line. I hope they're filled with lots of Phillies wins for you. And the Eagles, uh, you know, continue to pick up after their week two bounce back. And I don't, I'm not, not for the flyers. though. I hate the flyers. Flyers are, are miserable. I don't think you have anything to worry about. They're going to be bad forever. I, I, I like that. I like the sound of that next millennium. They can get back on track, but they have to suffer for at least a hundred years for their crimes. Um, but great times. And how do we track you down on uh, social media? Uh, oh, you, you told me this already. And I'm a, I, I hate hosts who don't know this. You are at the Pat Barker, right? On yeah. Instagram. Correct. Yeah. Okay, I'm sorry. I blew that. That's no, uh, you're good, man. That's it's bad. Um, <laughs> anyway, time. great times. We appreciate you, Sarah Tiana. Final thoughts? Go Braves.
With that being said, we'll talk to you next week. Hey, I said this of last week, and I didn't. I don't, I don't know how many we got. I don't know if we got any that were worthwhile. I want questions. Drop us a line. Yeah. Add extra points, Pod. You just heard John Claude Van Damischek do it. Now it's your turn. Drop us a line so me and Tiana and uh, the rest of the Blue Ribbon panel can weigh in on that. Um, then tomorrow, don't miss the 15 minute or later in the week the uh, the 15 minute pregame show from me, Kevin Hench, and Eddie Spaghetti on minus three. Look for all the great extra points network content out there on social media and wherever you find your podcasts. And until next time, thanks so much, sports fans. It's been a thin slice of heaven.